What's up and welcome to the DualSense Podcast for episode 168. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jason, and I'm joined by your other co-host, of course, whose name shall not be said this evening. We'll just call him Travis. That's his Christian name, of course. And uh, Travis, how are you tonight? What's going on? I'm fine. Who's the guy from Harry Potter you can't say? Snape or Dumbledore or something? What, what do you mean you can't say this it? Is like, prof- I can't? No, there's like a no, no, but yeah, that could be a thing too. No, there's a professor that they're like, like they say that thou whose oh, name not be said or something like that. Yeah, yeah, the one, the one who's yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that's my name. Who, so who, whose name should not be spoken? Yeah, that's what it spoken, is. So, like listen, guys, I watched one movie, mm. so mm. I watched the first I've, one. Yeah, I've seen three and a half. How, how am I doing? Three and a half. <laughs> Harry Potter, Harry Potter movies. Harry Potter. I love following that. Following that guy on Instagram, Mikey Menace. Oh, there's uh, Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mikey Menace. He's uh, the guy that you introduced me to. Is hilarious. He's like, you fucking little lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, the menace is rolling. I don't know. What do you call them? I call them like Britishisms or something like that. I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. You little lot. What's going on, you little lot? Mikey Menace here. The Menace is rolling. Anyway. Before, before we started, I was death scrolling and I saw a, uh, this thing <laughs> popped in my feed. Uh huh. What, what the band is called? They, they sing Hunger Strike. What is it? Temple of the Dog? I have no idea. You're you know, this thing is like, I'm not hungry. You know that song? <laughs> no, I'm not up oh, to date on the okay. current current rock. That's not. This is from the '90s. This is like oh, uh, Chris Cornell or some shit. It's not Soundgarden, but it's another one. Anyway, wow. I just want to tell you they fucking suck. All right. <laughs> or you? Is it on Turbo? Yeah. If you guys are listening, you suck. Okay. Just <laughs> it's not worth it. It's terrible. All right. Mm, mm, it's not like Creed, huh? No, God, no. If you get bored, though, there's a video you can watch of the Dallas Cowboys uh, stadium being destroyed while Creed plays. Destroyed? Yeah, the old one. Oh, oh, they like, somebody did, a, like, did yeah. an edit job? <laughs> yeah, oh, they, okay. they put the halftime performance over, over the destruction video. Dude, it's a banger. It's a banger. I, I really enjoy the, the resurgence that Creed's having, by the way. The memes, mm-hmm. all of it. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's good, and Nickelback made some new music, so we're back in the early oh, 2000s. My. Oh my god. Apparently Matchbox 20s has made new music in the last couple of years, too, so we're definitely oh, god. back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Anyway, just last thing I'll say, if, you, hmm. if you're bored, look up Axl hmm. Rose in the 80s and look at him singing Ugh. now. It's, it's bad. Very bad. Like... Like he's geriatric now type of thing? Oh, God, yes. He can barely, he's yeah. really stiff, but he also can't sing. So he's like, he sounds like a caricature of himself. Did Speaking of caricatures of themselves, did you know that the drummer from Leonard Skinner, which I'm assuming is the only guy who didn't get on the plane or survived the plane crash <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> he <laughs> he has his own band now. He, he plays drums, obviously, but he has like a <laughs> band and like he's the main draw is that he's the drummer from Leonard Skinner. And he, he Why? Yeah. what is he called? That's a good question. It's something, something band. The something, something. What's the guy's name? Let me look him up. Hang on. I don't know what Please. his name is. Please hold. Do you don't know the drummer for Leonard Skinner? Oh my yeah, God. God forbid. The only drummer I know is Dave Grohl and Travis Barker. Leonard Skinner. There it is. It's like the fifth thing on Bing. Your favorite search app. Why the fuck are you on Bing? It's, <laughs> huh? it's really irritating me. Why? It's like using an Android phone. Like, grow up. <laughs> What? Oh, it's the Artemis Pyle band. The guy's name's Artemis Pyle. That's familiar. His name's familiar. Yeah, it's a great name. Don't get me wrong, Artemis. Like who? You know, back in the 1940s or 50s, whenever this guy was born, who who would think to name somebody Artemis? It's wild. Anyway, what are we talking about here? What is this show? It's a PlayStation podcast, right? So, anyway, Travis, you and I are a weekly podcast where we get together each and every week to discuss all the news, rumors, new game releases, and much more in the world of PlayStation. We post new episodes every Monday on all of the usual podcast services and YouTube as well, if you prefer to listen there. If you do enjoy the show, don't forget to leave us a rating or review on your podcast app or like your comment on YouTube to help us with the algorithms. We'd love to hear from you on social media as well. You can catch us on X. We go by at the DualSense Pod. 
We go by the same handle, I believe, on Threads, Facebook, and uh, what's the other one? Instagram. I'm having a stroke, I think. Uh, the last thing that we're on is our website, which is called the thedualsensepodcast.wordpress.com, which speaking of, Travis, if you go there this week, you can see Travis's very first review of a video game uh, that launched this week called The Gap. It's like a sci-fi thriller puzzler uh, game that you reviewed. We were, I guess, contacted by the game's publisher, Crunching Koalas, and they uh, offered up a review code, and we took them up on that. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was, was your first go of it. I'm, I'm proud yeah. of you. It was, a, it was a proud podfather moment. How'd you, how'd you do, do you think? What's your self-reflection here? My self-reflection? Uh, I mean, yeah, what's, your, what's, what's your after-action report? Which part? The the review or the actual the gaming? Yeah, the review. <sighs> I, I don't know. I'll give it an okay? A. Give it an A. <laughs> Give us an A. <laughs> uh, you know, I wake up in the morning, I piss up. <laughs> you know, it could be an A plus, but I didn't use enough ellipses. <laughs> no, I thought uh, it was decent. I, I I refused to read any other previews about the game because I didn't want did to get good. skewed. And um, yeah, good, good, I, I did good. I did some research on some other just general reviews uh, of games I've actually played just to see like. Mm-hmm. Like when is it okay to reference something? When's too mm-hmm. far? You know what picture? What type of pictures I should look for? That kind of thing. Because mm-hmm. I didn't want to. You don't want to go too deep, right? You want to hit the yeah. high notes and you want to hit the low notes. You don't want to get lost in the minutia. Mm-hmm. But that game is very. Um, it's very good. Yeah, like I, like on the review, I gave it a nine out of ten, and it it covers some very mm-hmm. uh, challenging subjects. And you know, I don't know specifically, but it felt like. I feel like the developers had some sort of experience with those types of things, whether it's dementia or Alzheimer's, and it felt like mm-hmm. maybe they, yeah, they kind of used the game to explore that. You know, interesting. We maybe I could have fixed it or or to tell the story of it or raise awareness or something like that. Like, right? It kind of felt like that. I didn't reach out specifically to ask those questions. I'd be curious to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fun game. Like, like I said in the review, like, you know, they take some sci-fi elements, but it's not completely out of bounds. Right, all of it seems realistic in a way, even though it's, some of it's kind of crazy. It all seems like it's, uh, uh, you know, I'm not talking about the the time jumping, but like the right, the things that they they use and the 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 techniques they use to try to fix things. All of it seems like it's feasible within our lifetime. So that was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought they were really creative with how they did the, did some of their puzzles. Um, some of them were very challenging. I just thought it was a well put together game. Like to tell the story they told in less than five hours. Mm. And there wasn't really, there was nothing game breaking about it. There was nothing buggy. It all felt smooth. It all felt intuitive. Like I thought that was really, that was really good considering I didn't expect any of that. So, mm. so yeah, I mean, it was just a lot of fun. It's um, yeah, it'll um, make you think a little bit. It'll stay with you for a little bit. You know, it's, it's a good little run for five hours, man. It's, it's great. Yeah. It sounded good. The, as your editor in chief, I read your review obviously and formatted it for you for the for the for the website, which I'm pretty impressed with. By the way, I told you I, I'm you know, I mean I guess I shouldn't be surprised because it's the the website is called WordPress. But anyway, uh, you can check out Travis's full review over on our website there. Uh, it's it's linked on Twitter or X as well, and he's got the first 15 minutes of gameplay on the YouTube channel as well. So uh, check all those things out. Without any further ado, wow we. We haven't talked about nonsense for 10 minutes in a long time, Travis, but let's jump into (laughs) the week's news here, starting with number one. Following the closure of Microsoft's massive $68.7 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard King last week, at least one analyst believes that Sony is planning to reciprocate the move, albeit on a much, much smaller scale. That analyst, Dr. Serkin Toto, who sounds like a made-up Bond villain, yeah, he's told not website. <laughs> he told website games industry, quote, Sony surely is under pressure to react even after their Bungie acquisition. I expect further investments and in acquisitions for PlayStation, including a large one that would move the needle for them in a meaningful way, end quote. Sony acquired Halo and Destiny creators Bungie in July of 2022 to the tune of $3.6 billion a move which has affected the company's operating profit this financial year as it spreads the payments out over many months, which is to say that Sony and PlayStation's financial position is far more limited than that of Microsoft. 
one of the largest, most cash-rich companies in the entire world. To that end, Media Research's senior games analyst, Carol Severin, believes that it is unlikely that Sony will respond by buying a leading third-party publisher on the scale of Take-Two, which has a market cap of nearly $25 billion. Sony simply does not have that sort of buying power nowadays. Of course, there have been numerous rumors in the past 18 months of Sony purchasing a Japanese publisher, namely Square Enix, which itself has been trimming fat in recent months by divesting both studios and major IP in attempts to strengthen its bottom line and secure its future in the industry. Okay, so what do you think about the idea of Sony having to go out here and and basically you know retaliate, if you will, and uh, the chances that they maybe do buy a publisher? Yeah, I don't think they have to actually respond at all. Did um, mm-hmm. you know was was Microsoft responding to Sony buying um, um, Halo and Destiny? Bungie, right? Or were they? I don't know. No, I I think they were just already. I think they're already planning to do all that stuff. Yeah, I think, I think if yeah, if Sony had the money and the position to buy, to basically buy Activision, do you not think they would have done that? I think it's possible. Yeah. So yeah, and to me, the more I think about it, Microsoft needed to do that because of you know think about how think about what Game Pass is and what it offers. Right? They need something yeah. on there to carry it, and Call of Duty is the most Sure. What's the biggest swing you can take? It's Call of Duty to make Game Pass work. They needed to do that because Game Pass wasn't doing what they right. thought it would do. You know, it's not as sustainable as they thought. Why not put the biggest video game? What's the biggest console video game in the world? That's not free yeah. to play. It's Call of Duty because they're not going to go out and buy EA Sports. So they can have Madden and FIFA. I don't see them doing that. So, mm, not yet. Yes, maybe they will. You get the idea. So, mm-hmm. I don't agree with um, Doctor Toto, which again cool glad you made it out of the wizard of oz they don't need to do that they have there's no reason for them to do this and but to the point though who who would they buy square enix is really only only viable option they're not going to buy take two with a 25 million dollar market cap that's not happening like they don't have the money to push that and then also like sony the the danger you do let's say they do decide they're gonna they scrape together all the money they got and they go buy some publisher like like you said microsoft has they're one of the most, they have the most money in the world, basically, right? So it's like, right. why would you keep poking them? They'll always be able to outbuy you. Like, you'll never sure. be able to match them. So, yeah, why it, try? Why, yeah, there's no point. It doesn't make sense to me. Right. It's not necessarily a lose lose for them, but I think provoking Microsoft to buy more stuff does make it a lose lose. So, you know, you're losing money, you're making them go out and buy more stuff. Eventually, you're going to start losing IPs or, or access to IPs. So, I don't know. I don't think it's as black and white as that. And I just feel like that the media wants them. They, I think the media, the media likes the console wars. I think console wars create clicks mm-hmm. and they're sure. going to, they're going to want to push the narrative of they have to go buy somebody. They need to go buy this person. They need to go buy that. No, they don't. They're fine. Let them be like, they have fun with it. We got call of duty for 10 years and we could try to fix something that will, when they take it away from us in 10 years, right? We could try to make something. I just, I don't mm-hmm. agree with that notion at all that Sony has to respond. There's no retort needed. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely don't want them to buy anybody. I, I don't think that that's their best way forward. You know, I understand why Microsoft did it, but I don't think that Sony or PlayStation has those same motivations or, you know, dire straits, let's call it, uh, trying to, to, to compete. And I, I don't really know, even if PlayStation does, or Sony, I should say, buys a Japanese games publisher like Square Enix or Capcom or Bandai Namco, the only one that I think would make like a huge sp- uh, splash, especially considering their resurgence here in the last several years, is Capcom. Uh, they've been releasing, you know, banger after banger, highly rated game after highly rated game. So, if they went out and somehow bought Capcom, I think that would make a huge splash. I'm not saying that they should or that they need to, but that of Japanese publishers, that's the one like really big one out there. I think that you know would move the needle in a meaningful way, quote unquote. My honest opinion of Square Enix is that Square Enix needs PlayStation more than PlayStation needs Square Enix. You know, Final Fantasy is huge. It would be a huge IP to have exclusivity on but i think that playstation can get that on their own in a timed capacity 
And honestly, after a six month or one year exclusivity is up, you know, the people who have wanted to play that game have played that game. So do you really need to go out and buy a publisher to be able to make Final Fantasy exclusive forever? You know, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's also, I mean, Square Enix has sold off a lot of their assets. You know, they don't have Tomb Raider anymore, which not that PlayStation needs that having Uncharted, but they've, they've gotten rid of some of their big ones. So, you know, I just don't know. But generally speaking, I don't think that PlayStation needs to do any of this and I don't I don't want them to. Um I think they just need to stay put. Like I've said on the show before, if they want to buy something, buy a developer that they've got a relationship with or one that they're, you know, forming a relationship with. Like if Helldivers 2 goes well, buy the guys who made Helldivers 2. Uh Arrowhead. You know, just kind of those situations make more sense to me than them trying to buy a publisher. So I hope that they don't kind of to your point, I hope that they don't get in this situation where they feel like oh, our back's against the wall all of a sudden uh, because of the Activision thing. Let's buy somebody. With that said, I do think the fact that Call of Duty starting next fall going to Game Pass Day 1 is going to be a problem for them. I think it's going to leech some people away from PlayStation who primarily play Call of Duty uh, you know, year-round and then you know sprinkle in some other games here and there. I think that that is a viable use case for xbox game pass for a lot of people so you know we'll see about that but they they definitely have to be thinking long term in that regard in terms to in terms of a shooter and and what they're going to do once call of duty hits game pass so but to you know just to buy a publisher just because i'm not not for that at all number two we have a bunch of news nuggets as well travis we're going uh straight from one to uh to news nuggets here so kind of a slow week if you will straight from one to two that's right. First nugget here. Industry analytics firm Circana released its September sales data this week. The PS5 was the best-selling console in the United States for the month, while the DualSense was the best-selling accessory. On the overall software front, Starfield was the best-selling game, with other notable entries being Payday 3 at number 5, NBA 2K24 all the way at number 6 in its launch month, Rainbow Six Siege at number 16, and Gran Turismo. At or I'm sorry, Grand Turismo Seven, I should say, at number seventeen, and uh, I'm I really the one thing that stood out to me. Well, two things really: Payday Three, number five, debuting, and then number or uh, yeah, number six, NBA Two K Twenty Four, and it's launch month. That's uh not very good, in my opinion. I can't believe Payday outsold it. That's wild, right? Didn't it? I mean, they have less players now, but it's wild that it's yeah, outsold. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. They definitely don't have the same, uh, nowhere close to the players 2K24 has. But uh, yeah, PS5 doing very well. DualSense uh, continues to be <laughs> the best-selling accessory, I feel like, uh, month in, month out. What, 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 what the, play, the portable things that'll pass it, right? Yeah, the portal's an accessory, and I'd say that it'll, it'll oh, be up God, there for okay. sure. I've decided I'm going to get one, by the way, but I, ha- I, have, a, I have a Target uh, gift card that I'm waiting to use, mm-hmm. and it's sold out at the Target. So Yeah, I mean, it's Target. Yeah, I'm gonna be patient. I'm gonna be patient. I'm not gonna cave in. Just have it on on day one. So anyway, next nugget: Supermassive Games delivered a new free horde mode update for On Rails PlayStation VR two shooter, The Dark Picture Switchback this week. Website VGC reported that EA Sports FC twenty four is Europe's top selling game for the month of September, which shouldn't come as a shock, of course. On the hardware front. The PS5 continued to dominate sales for the month as well across the pond. That's uh, no shock either. Spider-Man 2 launched this week, and there were a couple of ancillary news items to pop up. For starters, Insomniac says it plans to add a new game plus mode and the ability to replay missions in an update by the end of the year. And the new superhero blockbuster is now tied for Insomniac Games' highest rated game ever, currently sitting at a 91 on Metacritic. Insomniac has two other 91-scored titles, which I did not know. They are Ratchet & Clank Up Your Arsenal and Spyro Year of the Dragon. Later in the week... <laughs> I love their Ratchet & Clank names. Later in the week, the game's senior narrative director, John Paquette, teased a Venom spinoff game in an interview with Insider. I hardly know her. And uh, he said that they would consider it if that's what fans end up wanting. Yeah, didn't Venom die in the movie? Did we watch him die, remember? 
I don't know. I haven't seen him. Oh god, well, he kills the one older, of the, the older ones. Who? What? Yeah. yeah, he kills Toby Maguire or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Toe for Grace, Toe for Grace Venom. Yeah, it's a terrible name, Toe for Grace. Yeah. He's named after that weird Japanese food. <laughs> Tofu. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Have you played it yet? I guess not. I uh, played the first thirty minutes of it. I did last okay. night. Okay. All right. Is it is it still is it still good? Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. uh, you know, it's more Spider Man. So. So it's fun. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, there are uh, two Spider Man now. Two Spider Man. So Miles and then the normal one. Correct. Okay. Right. And you you I'll bounce back you. and forth. Do you bounce back and yeah. forth like in GTA? You can, like you, yeah. That's okay. that's my understanding. Yeah, that's, that's my cool. understanding. Okay. I just did the opening sequence in the first boss fight, and um, you know, I will tell you the thing that really stood out to me the most is they nailed the Spider-Man. What am I call Spider-Man banter? You know, yes. his little quip, quips and wisecracks. He's a smartass. <laughs> yeah, he's a smartass. He told Sandman that he should try uh, yoga because <laughs> okay. he's like destroying buildings, and then you know, very right the next line he says, "Well, I guess he's more of a Pilates guy as he like destroys a building." So. Anyway, just little, just little quips like that. Anyway, all right, next nugget here. Speaking of Spider-Man, Travis, a PS5 Slim Spider-Man 2 bundle leaked this week from reliable source Bill Bill Coon, Bill Bill Coon who says that a console bundle is releasing November the 8th, featuring both products bundled together with the console releasing as a standalone package on November the 10th. If you want PS5 Slim, November the 10th, just in time for the holiday shopping season, Sony is running a promotion that takes $30 off of a PS5 and select accessories and games when purchasing two items together through PlayStation Direct. The promotion runs until October the 27th and is limited to PlayStation Plus subscri- subscribers only, apparently. It's interesting. It was also discovered this week that PlayStation has patented a new DualSense controller that houses and charges wireless earbuds. That's uh, it's cool. Interesting. Yeah, it's cool. I'd love to see how that works. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still on the fence about getting the wireless earbuds, but yeah, this is this is cool. This is cool. It's just easier when I race to have earbuds than a big headset on. Honestly, that's the only yeah. reason I want it. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I would use them for VR, uh, the the portal, uh, also. You know, so I don't oh, know. I'm yeah, gonna see. Yeah, I'm gonna see what it reviews as. Now, speaking of PSVR. Did you what do you, what did you think about the uh, the Peaky Blinders game that I sent you? That was cool. It does look cool. I mean, if I had one, I'd try it. <laughs> well, I mean, all you got to do is go to the store and get your fucking wallet out. So I can't have to pay Joe Biden back my student loans. <laughs> Joe Biden. If Joe anyway. Biden was here, what would you tell him? Hey, <laughs> yo, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden's about to forgive my student loans. Thanks, Joe. Hey, good job, Joe. All right, next night here. Members, he might walk off the stage the wrong direction. Who knows? <laughs> Why do we have to have fucking 80-year-old people run our country? Yeah. Like They're all 80 years old. Yeah, well, literally yeah, earlier this week, you sent me that thing of, the, of, of Teddy Roosevelt boxing people, and I'm like, yeah, and our yeah. current president can't stay awake. Like, 100 years ago, our president <laughs> would fucking box people in the White House. Like, that was yeah. the thing he was doing. It's like, yeah, I get it. We Can we just, can we hire people, elect people that aren't dead? That's all I want to do. That's all it. I think it's a perfect start. It's a perfect start. Anyway, <laughs> Travis, next nugget here as we digress. It was also discovered this week that PlayStation has patented... What the fuck ever? Pin, <laughs> pinball effects developers in studios is the latest embrace your own team to be hit with layoffs, cutting 32 staff members this week. But they weren't the only studio hit by layoffs as UK-based Frontier Developments, the team behind F1 manager... Jurassic World Evolution and others also laid off staff and slashed their budget. So uh keeps on happening. But on the other side of the spectrum, Travis, Just Cause developer Avalanche announced that they are opening a new office in Montreal, Canada. So some positive news, I guess. Xbox boss Phil Spencer, or Phil Spector, as you say, stated in an interview this week that Call of Duty will have no more exclusive or timed content beginning with 2024's game meaning that there will be no more timed betas and operators and so on for PlayStation players. So it begins. It begins. I mean, look, I, I, I never gave a shit about our special operators, so I'll be honest with you. I don't care. Sure. sure. I just want a beta to play the game to see if I like it. I don't, I don't want a timed exclusive, but I don't care about that either. I just want to know if I like the game. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. People upset about this. It's like, worry about something important. Indeed. Indeed. Also, Remedy Entertainment creative director Sam Lake stated this week that Alan Wake 2 will be getting, quote unquote, pretty significant free DLC in an addition or in addition to the paid expansions. So I wonder what that could be. Be cool if they did like some type of like horde mode or like multiplayer thing. I don't know. That'd be interesting. Also, Roblox enjoyed a massive launch on PlayStation last week, ranking third in the percentage of PlayStation players who played the game at least once, right behind Call of Duty and Fortnite. CEO David Bazuki Bazuki also informed his employees on Tuesday that they are required to either return to the office three days a week or take a severance package and be on their way. So uh, I guess you can do that when you just making money hand over fist so yeah it's the perfect time for him to say that they just made a quarter of a billion dollars or something in like two days like whatever yeah probably get the Definitely. fuck out or come to work yeah get your ass to work or take a take a take a hike it's interesting also website push square reported that playstation plus game catalog will say goodbye to the following games in november ace of seafood connect tank dandara trials of fear edition gianna sisters twisted dreams director's cut Mamadora, Reverie Under the Moonlight, My Time at Porsche, and Wild Guns Reloaded. And the only game I've even heard of is My Time at Porsche. So I don't think that's a huge loss there. Ace of Seafood is a good name, though. That is. It definitely is. I think that's a sushi game, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Also, Dead Space Remake is joining the EA Play Library on October the 26th. The LinkedIn profile of a business development and brand manager at Ubisoft has potentially revealed that the Japanese set Assassin's Creed codename Red is launching in 2024 as the posting says the game will be the, quote, biggest blockbuster for 2024, end quote. Hmm. Just some more rumors that it's coming in 2024. So there's a, there's a universe, a possibility where we get Rise of the Ronin, Assassin's Creed Red, and maybe Ghost of Tsushima 2 all in one year. That seems like too many samurais but what do i know yeah and i also doubt it's the biggest blockbuster of the year next year maybe 100%. the biggest one for ubisoft <laughs> yeah 100 100 also sticking with rumors insider gaming reported this week that playstation was testing a secret game at its uk headquarters between october the 10th and 13th the game is said to have soulsborne elements and some are speculating that it is ps5's rise of the ronin speaking of travis which is releasing in early 2024 and would certainly be in the play testing phase of production. And I really hope that this is not a Soulsborne game, Rise of the Ronin. But I did I didn't really get that vibe from the gameplay that we've seen, the trailer or whatever. Well it just but, said Soulsborne elements. I mean that could be that's true. You know, maybe that's it just true. means you have a you use both joysticks. You know, that's an element <laughs> in Soulsborne games. Yeah. It could maybe it means when you die, like you have to go back and get your souls or whatever the fuck they call them. Maybe it's uh maybe it's Division Heartlands. Oh, for fuck's sake. I'm hurting bad for that game. Mm-hmm. Hurting bad for it. Or The Devil Next Inside thing. Us, or whatever that game is you've been asking for. Oh my god. Yeah, don't even get me started. The, 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 the subreddit for that game has been kind of active, I guess you could say. In uh, the last couple of weeks, people were just heartbroken over there. It's, uh, it doesn't exist. It's not a real game. Next nugget. Sony has donated $2 million U.S., that is, to ongoing humanitarian aid efforts in Israel and Gaza, the company announced this week. EA Motive has chosen Unreal Engine 5 for their Iron Man game that is currently in development. Um, you know what else is cool? EA Codemasters use Unreal Engine for WRC. Really? That is interesting. They yeah, did? Um, yeah, and like... They didn't use the Dirt Engine. No. And huh. people are saying... The, the reviews I've seen so far, the previews, I've said mm-hmm. that it's made a marketed difference. Although I saw a couple of uh, mm. a couple of um, videos criticizing the way the car pivots. It always pivots on its center axis, which it shouldn't mm-hmm. do based off of the type of drive your car has. But even the F1 game, the cars pivot on the center axis. You don't get like what you get in real life, where cars will pivot more based off of your setup. So I they think it's a, it. yeah, I think it's a Cody's thing. I'm not sure that you can even do that in a I've I don't know that I've played a game where cars pivoted differently like that. They right. handle different. So you anyway. Long story short, whatever they use the Unreal Engine. <laughs> okay, that's interesting though that they're not using the Dirt Engine. 
Next nugget, website PlayStation Lifestyle reported that a new data mine has uncovered an unused Assassin's Creed Mirage post credit scene, which hints at the series exploring futuristic settings, beginning with Assassin's Creed Hexy, which is said to be set during the 16th century European witch hunts. And uh, I find this very intriguing. They, uh, they could do a lot with that. They're, they seem to be headed that way naturally, by the way, with the narrative, overarching narrative of the series. So we jump ahead to like, you know, 2,500 and we're doing Blade maybe. Runner shit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but at that Didn't point, you, you don't have to kill anybody at that point. You're just being like a pod, like in Minority mm. Report. Right. You know, right. in a pool. Anyway, whatever. Mm-hmm. Also, PlayStation quietly added the ability to check for PS5 game updates directly from the PS5 library this week. Previously, you could only check from the main menu crossbar or by launching the game itself. So a nice little quality of life feature. Website PlayStation Universe reported that the following games received update patches this week. F-123, Exoprimal, Dead by Daylight, Destiny 2, The Division 2, Cyberpunk 2077, Overwatch 2, Spider-Man 2, so many 2s, fuck, and SnowRunner. A new job listing at IDOS Montreal suggests that its new IP will be an open-world third-person game with platforming features. Along those lines, 12 new job listings at Ubisoft Toronto suggest that work on the Splinter Cell remake is ramping up. Let's fucking go. As the developer is hiring staff across a variety of disciplines. New Suicide Squad killed the Justice League rumors claim that the game features one year of post-launch content, real-time weather effects in a day and night cycle, the ability to play solo or in four-player online co-op. I don't know. I'm a maybe on that game. Mm-hmm. I'm a maybe. Yeah, I'm a big fan of real-time weather effects. I love weather in video games. It's my thing. So, you know, we'll see. I agree. February, I think it comes out. February 2nd, maybe. Also, Apex Legends will reveal its 19th season of content and a new legend named Conduit next week, with the season scheduled to begin on October the 31st. I wonder if they have to do anything to do with electricity. Mm, Perhaps. NBA 2K24 dropped its second season of post-launch content this week with a variety of new content to earn across my career and my team modes. And uh, it's focusing on somewhat on Spurs rookie Victor Wimbenyama. Wimbenyama. Is that how you say his name? Wimbenyama? Let's say it is. Yeah, it doesn't sound French, though. No, it does not. They call him the extraterrestrial, apparently. That's fucking great. That's good. (laughs) Yeah, they call him Wimby also. Yeah, true, true. Did you did you see him nutmeg a guy in this in the preseason? <laughs> I didn't watch that clip, I, but I saw the notification. Yeah, he's on the he's on the break. Like he got a steal and just nutmeg this dude. It's like I, if he stays healthy, he'll be something else, but yeah. If it looks like he's made a glass. Looks like toothpicks with marshmallows on the end of them. Yeah. He looks like Scalabissier, but less less weight. Correct. Correct. Also, website Gamatsu reported that Spider-Killing first-person shooter Kill It With Fire is coming to PSVR 2 on November the 7th. Oh, you're stoked about that. Life simulation game Coral Island will launch for PS5 on November the 14th. Game Mill Entertainment has delayed at Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2 by four days to November the 7th on PS4 and PS5. It's weird to delay a game four days, but okay. Co-op ghost hunting horror game Phasmophobia has been indefinitely delayed for both PSVR 2 and PS5. You can play it, you can play it out of VR, of course, and uh, that's disappointing. I was looking forward to checking that out and getting scared. A holiday-themed prequel to Lake, called Lake Season's Greetings, will launch November the 15th for PS4 and PS5. The premiere trailer for interactive television series Silent Hill Ascension is now available with episodes airing weekly on PS5, PS4, Sony Bravia TVs, and Xperia smartphones. What's, what's an Xperia smartphone? Sony's, uh, Sony's smartphone they, that they Shit. still randomly make. Yeah. Never heard of it. I thought that's how you booked vacations. <laughs> that's Expedia. That's pretty close. Anyway, close. You, got, yeah. you, can book, you can book an Expedia vacation on your Xperia smartphone. Oh, what an what an experience that would be, guys! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we're here all week. We're here all day. Uh, to- <laughs> <laughs> all <right. laughs> Next nugget: <laughs> Soulsborne game Lies of P has crossed one million units sold worldwide in its first month on the market, and apparently that's a play on words because it's a Korean studio, and in Korean, 
P means blood. So it actually means oh. lies of blood. Interesting. Speaking of P, uh, <laughs> yours is bright yellow. If if Alicia Keys and R. Kelly had a baby, what would it be called? What would it be? Alicia Peas. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Uh, that's so stupid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, side-scrolling roguelite platformer Astral Ascent will launch for <laughs> PS4 and PS5 on November the 14th. Two S's there. Astral yeah. Ascent. Yeah, speaking of Astral Ascent, I had Mexican the night. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I have McAllister's. Um, I'm hoping um, for some astral ascent. Don't know what yeah. constipated tonight. If you got the if you got the jalapeno thing, it, it, oh, it always has a chance. Oh, I did. I got it. I got it. I went all in. <laughs> also, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle R DLC character Yuya Fungami released on October the twentieth, if you're playing that game for some reason. Narrative driven action adventure game The Walking Dead Destinies will launch in November or on November 17th, excuse me, for PS4 and PS5. Community simulation game Calico will come to PS4 and PS5 on November the 28th. It's all cats. Everything is all cat, Not all caps, but all cats. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'm weirdly I'm, interested yeah, in this. I, I understand. Yeah, just what's going to happen? I need to know. <laughs> yeah, I'm morbidly curious about this like, game. Yeah, like I haven't looked anything up, but my first question is, are all the buildings just those carpet towers? May I don't know. Maybe. Like, are the are the maybe. bad cats selling catnip to the young I saw, cats? I, I saw one clip, and in one clip, a cat was had a cow over its shoulders, like firefighter carrying it over its shoulders, and it was spinning <laughs> around. It was spinning it around in three sixties, like it was a fucking WWE match. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> None of that makes any sense. None of it makes sense. I was like, this uh, is brilliant. This is brilliant. It's perfect. It's a yeah. good. It sounds like a great game, my man. I know. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> okay. The Lord of the Rings Return to Moria ha- has been delayed on PS5 from October the 24th to December the 5th, although the game has gone gold, apparently. I guess they just got behind a little bit. Also, twin-stick shooter Zaladia, Rise of the Space Pirates X2 is available now for PS5. That really sounds yeah. like porn to me. <laughs> it does. This is an interesting one here, Travis. Narrative adventure game in Indica was announced by publisher 11-Bit Studios who will launch sometime in 2024 for PS5, and it's an alt-history, 1990s Russia. You're a nun in a monastery, and you're having like some type of like psychotic breakdown, or I don't know what's going on. The trailer's fucking wild. I'll send it to you. Send that now while I'm thinking about it. What was the other thing I said I was going to send you? I think it was a couple hundred dollars. Also, point-and-click adventure game Life of Delta is out now for PS5. Developer Mighty Boy Studio announced fantasy action RPG Babylon X for consoles and PC, but no release date was given. Mighty Boy Studio is comprised of former Flying Wild Hog, (laughs) Saber Interactive, and Alcat Games veterans. Mm -hmm. Roguelite action game Metalbringer will launch for PS5 in 2024. Metroidvania game Venture to the Vile will launch for PS4 and PS5 sometime in 2024. Acupara Games announced that survival horror game Hello Cruel World will come to PSVR 2 in 2024. First-person horror game Silvio Blackwaters was announced for consoles and is launching in 2024. Night Dive Studio announced that the remastered version of 1999 sci-fi horror action RPG System Shock 2 is coming to PS5 when it releases. It's added a PS5 version. And finally, Travis, first-person horror investigation game Go Home Annie will launch for consoles in 2024. And that is all for the news this week. So I'm going to turn it over to Travis now for this week's new games. It's here on the 16th, we have SpongeBob the Cosmic Shake. On the 17th, we have a Boy and His Blob Retro Collection. Ape Escape Academy, IQ Final, Skull Island, Rise of Kong, Slender, The Arrival, Sonic Superstars, Soul Calibur, Broken Destiny, Tekken 6, The Caligula Effect 2, Wizard with a Gun. On the 18th, we have Hellboy Web of Weird, or Word, I don't know which one that is. I think it's Word. Kona 2, Broom. And then Slender the Arrival came out again, just to make sure if you didn't get it on the 17th, it came out again on the 18th. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. On the 19th, we have Agatha Christie, Murder on the Orient Express, which comes out every fucking month. We've, yeah, I swear to God, we say that every month. We do. It's supposed to be decent. Animal Hospital. Mm. What could they just call it? Veterinarian. <laughs> Endless Dungeon. Gargoyles Remastered. Hot Wheels Unleashed 2. Turbocharged. Inescapable. No rules, no rescue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the seventh guest, VR. Get to be the dad in seventh heaven. That's a pretty fun <laughs> one. The Gap, which we reviewed. Shout out Crunching Koalas and label this. Mm-hmm. And the 20th, Marvel's Spider Man 2. Mm-hmm. Tennis Omcourt, which I assume is the VR game you can't talk about. And Warm Snow, which is about taking a big shit in the snow. <laughs> Could be warm yellow snow. Anyway, yeah, so that's a pretty pretty busy week of new releases that those all, all actually made it. Uh, obviously, Spider-Man 2 is the biggest, by far, game of the week. Um, tennis on Oh, yeah, Hot Wheels is, is, a, is, a, is second there, for sure. That's getting good reviews as well. Uh, tennis on court, supposed to be pretty good on PSVR 2. There were some issues there. They delayed it by a couple of days, I think. I don't actually know that it's actually made it out. They were thinking about delaying it to get a patch out. Because uh, it was having some some glitches, the seventh guest VR is supposed to be decent as well. It's got some cool like full motion video, or like they call it volumetric video capture, where you can like as you're the you're you're in VR obviously, but you can walk around the actor 360 degrees and like they'll react to where you are in a way. Yeah. So I don't know, some some type of, some type of new technology that they're doing. But uh, Wizard with a Gun is the newest indie game from Devolver Digital. It's a co op survival isometric shooter thing so it's kind of cool and uh yeah so that's all for the new games this week oh and then of course the gap like travis said we shout them out letting us review their game so let's start to wrap the show up here like we always do by discussing what we've been playing and anything that we're looking forward to what do you got obviously talk about the gap it's great check it out mm-hmm. i'll end with my favorite game of the week we played played the what do we play do we play battlefield with the new stuff, uh, I think that we, was did. we did. We, we played one. Yeah, we played one night, so you could check out the new map. Yeah, it's uh, it's solid. I enjoyed it a lot. Actually, had a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah it's great. Um, it'd be interesting to see what the um, I'm going to call it the Halloween stuff is, but yeah, yeah, I want to see what that is. And it some of those the stuff they've released, it kind of looks like it's on that map, especially the center yeah. area. So yeah. it'll be interesting. Played co-op seasons. I uh, with we played with Ghana. We couldn't get a match with our uh, League Two team, unfortunately. We uh, did we win both games with Ghana, or we won three? I don't know. We won like two or three no, games. We, yeah, we won three, I think, and we beat some big some big boys. Yeah, and I I I tried to send you the video, but it didn't work. But um, I'll send it to you in the PlayStation app. But a video, of the last goal we scored, and we scored in like the ninety second minute to win against like Barcelona. We did. It was epic. Like completely botched the corner. They came <laughs> up field. Um, I think you stole the ball and hit it to me, and then I threw balled it to you, and you were by yourself. And their keeper had he literally had like fifteen saves. It was outrageous. You hit him with a little chip shot, and it goes in. <laughs> yeah, completely. I that it's fucking like there's no. I know why you did a chip shot, but like because we had to try something. But just the fact that we're in the ninety second minute. We're tied with Barcelona. We shouldn't be tied. And you decided to go with a chip shot. is <laughs> ludicrous. <laughs> Gotta have stones on you. It fucking went in. And then um, the <laughs> best part, go. we're screaming like we won the fucking World Cup, you know? And then <laughs> My dog hated it, by the way. And then at the very end of the clip, you go, I hurt my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Just hurting myself playing FIFA. I'm old uh, shit. It was classic. Yeah. And then uh, my, my my favorite game of the week, and probably <laughs> probably the most surprising amount of fun I had with I didn't have a lot of expectations was a, was a Zonzo. Yeah, you know you joined you were you were finishing something up the first night I played it, and then you joined me after I started a game, and um, I immediately <laughs> tried to kill you. That was like my favorite thing to do. Like literally, if I ranked like my favorite things to do in life, like murdering my friends in video games is top five. It's I love it so much. Um, you do. Um, so I that, much. Yeah, and you would I like you've you've literally gotten mad at me playing Red Dead because I'll just shoot you. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> for no reason because it makes me happy. 
but no it's cool like it's like you said before it's a mix of a lot of different games but um i think it's 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 battlefield one battlefield one detail mixed with um, insurgency gameplay i i feel a lot of the spirit of both those games in it mm-hmm. i really enjoy the game the gunplay i think it's nice it's you know it's a little slower place because you're in world war one and um, it can be difficult to see people but um, oh, yeah. it's it's not forgiving at all like you know if you do something stupid like poke your head in the wrong spot somebody's gonna blow your head off and it's that's pretty realistic to what happened and the gas is really interesting it's 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 there's different types of gas and you have to put on the mask and yeah like the sound on it is really good too like i think the sound engineering is very very good i enjoy it thoroughly um it's a blast i hope to unlock some stuff eventually i finally figured out like in hour four that I had to unlock stuff one by leveling up, but then two doing the challenge because I wasn't doing. I was just leveling up. Like, why the fuck don't I have a grenade? And then I was. I realized I had to heal people. <laughs> like, <laughs> I wasn't playing the game the right way. You know, I was just right. trying to. I was just trying to objective. That's all I was trying to do. No, it's nice. Like, I had a really fucking good game the other night where I was like thirty four and you did like like eighteen or twenty or something stupid. My KD was like two, and it was like the fifth map I'd played. So like. No, I enjoy it. It's great. Um, yeah, I mean, fuck, it was, it was on sale. Like, we need more people to play it, <laughs> so so we can have yeah, bigger player counts. Yeah, I, I it's it makes no sense to me why more first person shooter fans are not playing Asanzo. Maybe they were at one point. I'm sure they were. Sure they were. But that is such an awesome game. <laughs> like, if I would have known how good it was, I would have paid full price for it. The fact that we got it for eighteen dollars when you know for on sale from like forty or right. whatever is is a steal in my opinion. Yeah, it t- for me, I think it's a mix of like Battlefield One and Hell at Loose is how I would describe it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like you said, the gunplay is good. There's there's so much more to it that I, don't, I haven't even began to understand. Be- begun to understand. Uh, like when you're an officer calling in air support and stuff like that, just now figuring that out. Yeah, but I enjoyed watching you run around with your little officer outfit. <laughs> yeah, my pistol, my uh, Luger. Yeah, I'm over here trying to fucking, you know, we're trying to bring the boys back home and you're running around with goggles. <laughs> did I? Did you ever hear me blow the whistle? I haven't yeah, I heard you blow the whistle. Oh, you did? Okay. I was behind you. Okay, good. well, good. I, that was the charge command. You were supposed to run past me and get your head blown off. I think it did. I think it got blown off before I could run. Oh, good. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's, and it looks really good. Would you say that it looks good? Yeah, um, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, you know, some frame, some frame rate issues, That's uh, true. That's fair. That, they're, that they're probably not going to fix cause it's been out for a year, but you never know. I mean, I just like, I can't say enough good things about it. It's super fun. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like yeah, uh, more people should be playing it. I think it's, I'm going to be beating the drum. Like I beat the battlefield 2042 drum for the longest yeah. time. And now battlefield has the highest concurrent Steam players that it's that it's ever had since launch. So maybe maybe we can do something mostly for us. Yeah, mostly us. It was only because of us. Maybe we can do something for Asanzo too. Who knows? Yeah, I, th- I, I enjoyed as much as I do Insurgency. Like it's, yeah. I enjoy both of them. Uh, the shit out of both of them. Even like, even like Chivalry. Like to me, it's on the same level as those. Like, mm, yeah, it's not like there's a million people playing it, but it's like the people that play it know. Yeah. Definitely, I, I kind of have a feeling that Helldivers Two might be that way. Like, it, it'll have it'll be more successful and have more players by default because it's a PS Five exclusive and because it's more of a known quantity from coming from the first game. But I think Helldivers Two will have a really hardcore, you know, dedicated fan base who appreciate that. But uh, I also played Battlefield Twenty Forty Two with you, like you said. We played one night, so you could uh, check out the new map. Uh, I played a little bit more than that as well i'm pretty close to getting the new pistol if we play any of that this weekend uh also played some fc 24 you already talked about our ghana trials and tribulations it was uh the best we've ever, ever played uh most maybe some of the most fun we've had playing with ghana and beating those big boys so uh what else have i played oh i've also played police simulator patrol officers it has a new dlc out called the crime scene update where you can put out crime scene tape and mark evidence with a little sign thing, a little plastic number of things and take pictures and shit. There's also a new DLC vehicle, which uh, Astragon, the publisher kindly provided to gaming Nexus and uh, to, therefore to me that I 
took for a spin tonight. Uh, the new truck lets you tow cars, like winch them and pull them out of the way. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, haven't I didn't actually do that because I forgot. <laughs> but I t- I recorded almost an hour of gameplay that I'm uploading right now to include in a, in a little article, a little write up for Gaming Nexus, and uh, the first like twenty or thirty minutes of it. There's no like crime scene investigating going on because I loaded in on a like I did a continue of a of a of an old save, and so it didn't like give the game time to like load the the new update in there. So, uh, but still, some funny shit happens to me, and uh, it's pretty entertaining. I've also been playing a, a secret game that I can't speak of that is wonderful. It's an excellent game, excellent, and uh, reviewing it for Gaming Nexus as well, and. You can uh, look forward to my review here in a couple of weeks, uh, in, the, in the coming weeks, I should say. So uh, it's it's a really good, really good experience. One of my favorite gaming experiences of the year, I think. So anyway, things I'm looking forward to. We've got the Metal Gear Solid collection coming out on Tuesday. Probably going to wait for a sell on that one, to be honest. And then Alan Wake 2 drops next Friday. And uh, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do with that. So anyway. But uh, getting to be the, the busy holiday season here. And we'll, uh, we'll get out of here now. That's it for me. That's it for Travis. That's it for the show. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe to get a new episode delivered every Monday on your podcast service or YouTube. Don't forget to also leave us a rating or review on your podcast service, a like or comment on YouTube. All are very helpful. And we would love to hear from you too and chat some PlayStation. You can find us on social media. On X, we go by at the DualSense Pod, but we're also on Instagram, Threads, and Facebook. Our website is thedualsensepodcast.wordpress.com. You can get the shows there each week as well. And uh, there's also Travis's first review there of The Gap uh, that came out this week. And you can see his, his thoughts there as well as some gameplay captured on PS5 of The Gap. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. We'll get out of here. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. Take care. We'll talk at you next time. Bye-bye.